Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of HW Radio. We have a special episode tonight. We're joined by a very special guest. But first, as always, I'm Jim, joined by Jack and Kyle. Guys, what's going on? How's your quarantine going? You know, same shit, different day, Jim. A whole lot of nothing. I'm getting tired of seeing my own house. (laughs) I actually don't mind hanging around doing nothing, but it's kind of getting to the point where I got to get out. I got to do something. As long as you're staying a hockey stick's length away from people, right? You guys didn't see that one. We have a special guest, like I mentioned. We have Sir Isaac Radcliffe of the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Isaac, how are you? Thanks for joining us, buddy. I'm great, thanks. Thanks for having me. Sure, it's our pleasure. So, we're going to play some games tonight. We're going to ask you some questions. Answer as honestly as you want. You know, there's no right or wrong answers for any anything. But uh, I just want to ask you, wh- how are you keeping busy during this quarantine? Because I imagine it's got to be tough for somebody who's as active as you are. Oh, man, it's it's been tough. I got back home. I'm from a little uh, city in, in Canada, London, Ontario. There's six of us living in our house at home. I'm, I'm back in with my parents just for, for a bit here for the next couple months, however long this is going to last. So, I mean, I got... Uh, Two of my brothers, one of their girlfriends living in there too, both my parents. So, I mean, the house is jam-packed. There's, like, not a lot of space to move. But, like, man, just, like, trying to keep myself busy, not a lot to do, honestly. That's like a party every day, dude. Come on. Yeah, I guess you can say that. If it's nice outside, we can get out in the backyard. But other than that, it's like, get out of my way, please. Let me get out <laughs> I was going to say, you Jim, your- I think you live alone, right? The rest of us got people we got to deal with. Yeah, I'm the man in my own house, dude. I'm the only one in it. If you think you. if you think I'm getting rambunctious being in my house, you should see my three year old. <laughs> God bless you, Kyle. God bless you. <laughs> what I want to ask you. So you got used to living alone, it sounds like. When when where were you living, by the way? Were you living around Lehigh Valley, I assume? Yeah, we were living on the outskirts of Lehigh Valley, like right on the I guess the outskirts of Allentown, sorry. It was actually uh me, Morgan Frost and Matt Strom had a house there together. And uh, so we were renting that out for a little while, and then Stromer was kind of in and out of there, and Frosty was up and down too. So um, when one of them was gone, the other one was there. So I was never on my own, but I mean, there was always it was a it was a bigger house just for I mean three guys, so it was nice. We had a ton of room there. It's tough moving back home, and you got like five other people around, someone telling you what to do over your shoulder every every time you step out. <laughs> of your it's insane, but no, I, I enjoy, I enjoy it. I enjoy being back home right now. It's actually, it's decency and family, but like I miss the guys too. I'd rather be there, obviously. Yeah, I can imagine for sure. Living with two other guys is a hell of a lot different than living with your mom and dad. You know, I imagine they're the guys that are over your shoulder every two seconds, huh? Oh my God. Yeah. There's a lot, a little <laughs> bit more, uh, actually, I'm going to say the partying hasn't, hasn't changed or anything. I mean, like the good That's time good. doesn't change or anything, but, um, I mean, like, the privacy is, like, a different level living back at home. <laughs> Kyle, what's funny? I don't miss it. I don't miss it. What don't, what don't you miss? Living at home. Oh, yeah, I don't. I can't imagine anybody does. Are you playing a lot of Xbox? Are you, are you, in the, are you a big gamer at all? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not a big gamer. I mean, like, I have, I've got both Xbox and PS4. But, I mean, like, like there's not, like, one game I get at. Like right now, I'm into this golf game. It's fucking, I don't even know. I can't even remember what it's called, but I right? just like been buzzing now with my brothers a little bit now. And like, obviously, the COD's kind of coming out now, too. Not a big NHL guy. Like, I'll play it, but I mean, like, I don't like to kind of 
rip that 24-7, you know what I mean? COD is Call of Duty. I'm not down with this uh, lingo. Oh, the, little, the gaming lingo. Yeah. Not into Jack, it. Uh, Call Jack, of Duty. You shook your head, Jack. You knew what that was? Immediately. Come on, Jim. I, <laughs> Dude, I have no, no this is like clue. This is like Call of Duty 48. Like, I mean, we were kids when this thing came out. Like, young kids. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the one where everyone waits at the, uh, I was telling Kyle last week, I'm the guy everybody waits for that the spawn points. I don't even know if they still have them. So you just yes. fucking light me up repeatedly. <laughs> and like, I quit because of guys like you. I hope you know. Like, I stopped playing video games because of that. It's not my fault you suck. I can't help you. <laughs> we gotta we gotta explain a lot of stuff to Jim. He he's a little uh behind. He's out of the loop, eh? Yeah. So you're a big call call of duty guy and uh you said you play golf on there? You yeah, play golf on Xbox? Like, I don't even know. It's not even it's not popular or anything. My brother was playing it and then I got into it, now I'm just deep into it. Now that there's nothing else to do, that's what I've been doing. But like when I was in Allentown that like I would never touch my xbox or ps4 like there's always just something else going on in the house like other things that keep us ah, busy. yeah I, I bet there's a couple other things that can keep you busy instead of xbox living with a couple of other dudes send me prof- professional hockey players down there yeah let me just hang out and play xbox all night yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> well i mean that's what that's a deal for a lot of guys honestly like we get out of the rink by at least at the latest two o'clock in the afternoon every day. And then you got the rest of the day to figure it out when you're a young guy, you don't have a family to go back to like, what else are you going to do? But no, since there's three of us, we all seem to keep each other busy. It was pretty decent. That's good. Which, which of the two is uh, more of a handful? Oh, Morgan, a thousand percent. Stromer is <laughs> just such an easygoing guy. He'll clean up after himself. Like he'll make his own little meal. Maybe if he's on his own, then cleans it up, goes up to his room and chills. Morgan, Sits down. He got this. He bought this tiny little lawn chair, planted it right in front of the, our big TV that we had in our living room, and then it would just. He had a circle of just greasy, like gross wrappers, whatever plates. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Piled around. We'd be sitting there for like four hours, and I'd come downstairs, and be like, "What are you doing, man?" And he like takes his headphone off. He's like, "Whoa, whoa." <laughs> <laughs> you just described my ex roommate, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a guy. There's a guy. How are you? Uh, what are you watching on TV? Why, like, how are you getting by without sports? Are you watching any of the classics and whatnot, or what are you watching? Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big basketball guy. Like, I watch hockey when it's live. I like, I can't watch it that much. The only, the only game that I've actually watched uh, since I've been home was. Uh, our championship game from last year when I played in Guelph. It was just, they had it aired on TV, and then I was like, yeah, sure, why not? I go relive the moment. But other than that, like, I watch, like, old basketball highlights. Like, all like, the Kobe highlights are huge right now. Um, like, the Jordan highlights are big, too. Like, I came from a basketball family, so that's just huge in my house. All right, so I got, I got two questions for you, then. Kobe, LeBron, Jordan, in one, two, three order. Kobe, LeBron, Jordan. Yeah. What you, um, how do you rank them? I'm going to say uh, Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. Go reverse. Wow. Perfect. Wow, okay. Nailed it. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think yeah. it might be questionable. Like the Kobe, LeBron, I don't know. People might, I guess, honestly, all three. But no, Jordan, 100% number one all time. Second, I'm going to say LeBron just because he's a monster. And then Kobe is just like, he's like a little, like a little Mike, little Michael Jordan. Yeah, 
LeBron James is a freaking monster, dude. Every time I look at that guy, I'm like, how does he do what he does? He cries a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell the kids that grew up watching MJ and the kids that grew up watching LeBron. The ones who grew up watching LeBron, they flop a lot. You know, the ones who grew up watching Jordan, they play so they can't breathe. You know, it's a big difference. So I like that. I like that list. Yeah. Uh, that's where you get Kobe, the Kobe, Mike, the Kobe Jordan. That's Kobe will just go in there. Like, what did he do? Like, tore his Achilles or something like that? Finished the three free throws, got off. Like, that guy was an ins- he was insane. Yeah, he was an absolute monster. My roommate in college was a huge Lakers fan, huge Kobe's fan. He he thinks he's the greatest of all time. I'd try to pump his brakes, but, you know, no, yeah, I don't I'm say nothing. With everything that's going on right now since we lost them, I mean, like, I'm not even going to fight it. No, I mean, either. This is the worst year ever. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, my God, it really is. It's so bad. Uh, What's your drinking been- age in uh, Canada, Isaac? It's 18, right? 19. 19. 19. Yeah. Okay, I you just turned twenty one. I was going to ask you, but I'm like, he's in Canada. What's the point now? Like, he's not really well, out here. Like, technically, we're we're supposed to go. I was really supposed to whatever the however the six months that I've been down in in the U.S. I would have been supposed to be a dry six months. I mean, we found our way a couple times, but I mean, like, yeah, no, it's not like I had my my first drink when I was when I was twenty one, sitting in Allentown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> How old were you when you had your first beer? Don't lie. Uh, it was February 15th. Um, what year was that, I guess? <laughs> I remember the exact day. Day after pretty Valentine's good. Day, Jim. Yeah. It must have been rough. February 15th. Must, must have been with a girl. Or without. <laughs> yeah. That's why I needed a beer. <laughs> oh, no. Wow, okay. So you remember the exact day. Did you ever say the year? You were in high school, I guess, right? right? I, I have no idea. I've got no idea. All right. <laughs> Alright. Do you guys remember when you had your first beer? I was twelve. Wow, really? Yeah, I threw I it did, up. I had a sip. <laughs> I had a sip when I was in like fourth grade, but it was just a sip. <laughs> like I don't know why was I was surprised sick. by that answer. I love oh, beer. I don't know <laughs> why I was surprised that you said That's 12. how you acquire taste. You finish it and throw it up. <laughs> this twelve year old yeah, I'll have a beer. Yeah, I could see that. I can see right. Kyle doing that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned Guelph, Isaac. Uh, I guess you guys, I guess they're, uh, you guys are still reigning champs, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, I tweeted that out after that. I was talking to, uh, I think I was talking to my dad about that, and he mentioned it. I was like, actually, you're right. Like, no one stole it from us. So still, I guess two years in a row. Yeah. Can't fight it. No, it was pretty nice though. That that last year was insane. What we went on and still have all those those same friendships. We all still talk to this day. We still have a group chat going and stuff. And yeah, it was a ton of fun. That's awesome, dude. Some connections for life there. Yeah, I yeah. noticed something about that team. I found a video I wanted to ask you. Um, is Selena Gomez still your celebrity crush? Ooh. It's there. Like there's there's honestly probably a few, but yeah, I, I'd say yeah, maybe. It was it was like half the team's celebrity crush. Watch I think that one. I think <laughs> the video. What was it? Was the video like a little? It would just show getting it, like, to know yeah. the Gloop Storm. Oh yeah, that would have been. <laughs> geez, that was like. Christ, that was like four years ago, probably. There you go. See? That was a long time ago, actually. But yeah, I don't know. She's she's not as prominent as she was back in that year. So I don't know. Maybe it, it might have changed. It might have changed. Why? Who's the new one? I don't know. Like it's it's someone new every day. There's someone new that pops up on Instagram <laughs> every day. Like everyone's like, it's well, we could 
Well, he could work on hooking out a file. He can't. He can't settle it down to just one woman at this point. Oh, I do. I, I've got a girlfriend. I've got a girlfriend. Oof. He's got a girlfriend. All right, that's a refrain. So from can, that's why I'm not saying anything. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So let's move on then a little bit here. I, I'm assuming you're watching a lot of Netflix these days. Yeah, fairly, fairly amount. I mean, like we don't have like Hulu in Canada yet, but what? yeah. I'm a big like I'm I'm a big movie guy. Oh yeah, so uh, you have a top five. Top five movies, oh man. We could even do top three if that's easier. That, that's even harder. That's even worse. What if we go genre, like top yeah. three from every? Genre. Well, yeah. What's your what's your genre? Yeah, first off. Uh, it depends. Like if I'm if I'm like getting ready to like get dialed in to watch a movie, it's gonna be probably something like like a bit actiony bit of action drama probably a little bit of like light comedy maybe but like mostly comedy probably top three comedy top three comedy. oh man you're gonna put me on the spot like this right now number one for sure step brothers that's all <laughs> you're gonna say that all right go ahead so i think that's probably like if you asked anyone honestly just will ferrell and uh who's that john c Riley? yeah i think that was the last time i actually really laughed hysterically in the movies by the way yeah was when oh, it came out. I can't even. I honestly couldn't. I don't know if I can name like like another top two from that. Like that's like first thing I think of comedy movie. Step Brothers right away is number one. But like, you know uh, what was on the other night was The Hangover. Did you ever see The Hangover? Oh, that's that's a hilarious movie too. Actually, that's like a different level. Yeah. Just like that was awesome. Ted, like the Ted movies. Like oh the, yeah, the first the, one. The, oh my god. I was I'm a family guy, yeah. I'll watch Family Guy, honestly. I'll watch the same episode 30 times over and still laugh every time. That's so odd. Oh, God. We could circle back to your top three. If the third one pops up, just shout it out. All right, yeah. I'll let you know as soon as I think about it. Number one <laughs> movie all time, though. Number one movie all time, uh, The Dark Knight, for sure. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's the, the director of that? What's his name? Christopher Nolan. Christopher yeah. Nolan. He makes some pretty damn good movies. Yeah, Inception. That was a good one, too. Yeah, that movie's insane, too. I, I love that movie. Can't, you can't say you understood that movie. Yeah, no, that was... Not uh, without help. <laughs> I had to watch that six I mean. times in a row to get that movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you big music guy? Oh, huge music guy, yeah. What do you, so be, before a big game, who do you yeah. usually listen to? Mm. <laughs> Honestly, like, I could go on for, like an hour talking about this like i have like step by step like i'm listening to music like 24 hours out of the day like i yeah. fall asleep listening to music anything but it always starts off like if we have like a seven o'clock game four o'clock rolls around i'm playing just all like classic rock like light classic rock like um something in our house that was huge like morgan's a huge tom petty fan like the biggest in the world so like that kind of genre of music um, like James Taylor, all that, like Van Morrison, that's huge for me. And then it just turns like slowly from there, like we'll get in the car, go to the rink and like, it's like kind of ramping up. You get to like, kind of like maybe rap music or like that. And <laughs> I'm not like a huge EDM or like house music guy where it's like bumping or whatever. Like that just like, it doesn't sound good to me. But like, other than that, just like pregame right away is like, I don't know, rap music mostly, like something you can kind of like get along to and like, I don't know, get your heart moving a little bit. It'll get me jumping a bit, but like I'm a huge like classic 
rock type guy, like older songs. All right. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Tom Petty, James Taylor, and Van Morrison, dude. Yeah. Fantastic. Good, top, good three right there. Uh, yeah. Last question of my segment here, and I'm going to hand you off. What's the last concert you've been to? Last concert? We went to, um, um, oh, man, Kane Brown came to uh, the PPL Center in Allentown. And we got, we got uh, kind of like floor seats for that, which was pretty nice, actually. He was elite. That was the second time I'd seen him. But, yeah, he was really good there. He played a lot of his new music. But I didn't even know before that. It was uh, this past summer. Oh, you know who it was, actually? Uh, Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Which, honestly, I'm at top, like, I think, best concert I've ever gone to. <laughs> why it, like just the most just laughing the whole time you know all of her songs and you don't want to admit that you know it but when you're <laughs> it's true jim i know a couple of her songs just off the top of my head i can't name one you don't impress me much that's the one i remember the, the video i remember the music video there you her songs would come on and you'd be like oh i know this song and then you just you're like before you sing. know it, you're singing along you don't even know you know the words exactly yeah <laughs> Same one. I was there with like I was there with like three of my buddies, and we're all just surrounded by moms, like just <laughs> carried around us. And we had floor seats right in the middle there, and like Shania came and flew over our heads, and we were just we were dying laughing the whole the whole time. We knew all of her songs, though. It was just it was so it was just so fun. It was the experience of it. Wow. Sing, awesome. sing one of her songs, because I can't think of one song. Sing one of her. That don't impress me much. Um, yeah. Like. You don't even... know the. <laughs> oh, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress yeah. me much. <laughs> Come on, Jimmy. Don't make the guests do it. <laughs> I tried. It didn't fall for it. Um, He's supposed to right. do it. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's that's all I got. So I'll, I'll hand you over to uh, Jack and Kyle here. All right. Isaac, I have a question for you. I found a uh, uh, an old YouTube video. God, you look—you must have been in. I think you were in eighth grade. Um, I can't pronounce. I, it was something was piranhas. Yeah. yeah. Peak. That was uh, oh man, I I know the exact interview you're talking about. It's like it, I can't. So we, I don't know. I'll tell you. So our, our assistant coach before every game puts on like uh, right before we do video, he'll throw on like a little clip of something or throw up a picture like. Just something to do with that day, maybe, or like you just like take a jab at some guy, and he threw that interview up, and I was just like, I was sweating sitting there, just the the worst little interview I had going on. But no, uh, yeah, that was my school. Um, I went to the school grade six to grade eight. It was a little, it was a hockey school, so we'd go in, and uh, our school was in a rink in here in London, and um, work out in the morning for an hour, go to school for two hours, then go on the ice for an hour, and then back to school for two hours and then that was our school day so like the most like the most elite school day for any kid in from grade six to grade eight you could think of really that's what we had but yeah that was uh that was grade eight back in i just don't even know what like 2013 well i'm gonna ask you a question about that interview uh they asked you a couple of questions one of them that stuck with me was uh you said about three or four things that you could improve upon do you remember what those things were uh, I think it was like mo probably a lot of my skating. It's all been the same thing throughout my whole life. Um, <laughs> it's gonna probably my shot in there too, and then same thing, just getting bigger, getting stronger. Like that's the same thing that's I've had my whole life. That is all genetic, freaking 
trying to build it out for the past like 10 years. I wrote uh, pretty much, yeah, foot speed, quicker on the puck, stronger battles and corners. And then you threw in at the end that you wanted to be drafted to the OHL. Yeah, that sounds about right. That isn't that honestly, uh, minus the OHL thing since that's already done, but the other things still haven't even changed. Like it's just step by step, it just everything <laughs> keeps going. I just keep getting taller and my body just like keeps getting thinner. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw a picture of you next to Morgan Frost. It was like, geez, is that your little cousin? Like, my god. <laughs> um, so is there a player, a certain player you idolized growing up or maybe modeled your game after, or maybe both? Yeah, I watched, um, when I was younger, I remember watching a ton of Rick Nash like when he was at the prime of his career, um, when he was in Columbus mostly. And then, he, I don't know, he started to, I think he started to kind of fall off a little bit once he got to New York a little bit. But um, just the way he, like, I mean, he wasn't like the fastest player on the ice, but God, he was like one of the smartest, had one of the best shots, the best hands too. And that guy was elite going up and down the ice with a puck, but um and then recently guys like kevin hayes who I, that's who i've been watching like all this whole year um i'll do video with our development guys in philly they'll come down to allentown and we'll spend like two hours just watching hazy like on the puck away from the puck like how he protects it like that guy's an absolute animal just how he uses his ass to kind of get into guys and then just spin off of them i mean like he's the same guy who kind of now i'm trying to kind of follow in his footsteps a little bit too he's not I mean, he's a monster. He's not the fastest guy, but, um, and even like his hands aren't probably near the top of the league, but Christ, he gets the job done. And like those battle areas, like all around the ice, he'll have the puck on a stick in the ozone for a minute straight if he has to, if he wants to. Yeah, he really uses his size. And uh, particularly on the penalty kill, he makes us all nervous. Even Drew has made a comment about this when he just carries the puck and kills like, 20 seconds off the clock and they're everybody's just waiting for him to lose the puck so yeah, yeah. we all love him here um i do want to take you back to draft day a little bit can you give us some highlights from your draft year some of the combine maybe some something uh in, interesting or weird things in interviews um just anything like that come to mind yeah i mean going all the way back to the combine honestly i think um just with just kind of my the way that my body's built and I mean, I mean, I'm a tall guy and hopefully still filling out and kind of already started to, but, um, I was such like a question mark, just not knowing, um, kind of what was going to happen with me. Um, when, and all teams were kind of thinking the same thing too of, I mean, is this guy going to be, um, like I kind of had the tools there. Is this guy going to be a good player or not? And, um, I met with, uh, 30 of the 31 teams actually I think which was and most guys were meeting with like 15 15 20 at the tops and um, just because I had no idea like anywhere where I could fit in in the draft there and um, I went through the first day I remember going through the first day of the draft and um, kind of hoping to go I mean I'd heard my name getting thrown around too and um, I just didn't really have too many expectations I didn't really want to go in there and be like hey I'm going to go this first day in the first round here and um, it ended up didn't, didn't end up happening, and I mean, I wasn't I wasn't too hurt about it. And he just went home right away, went to bed, and I was like, you know what, tomorrow's a new day, get to enjoy this another day. And um, luckily enough, sat down for maybe ten minutes in my seat on uh, on the second day of the draft, and um, Philly traded up and um, threw my name out there, and um, I had my whole family there, which was awesome. I mean, I had uh, 
I have my three brothers and uh, my sister as well, and my parents all sitting with me, and um, they were able to call, all come down from the top because, I mean, there was a lot more room at the bottom, which was cool. So, I mean, like, that day, by far, best day of my life, like, just so much fun being there in that, in that environment. was so cool, and going down to the back rooms, and there's media all over the place. There's, I mean, like, a bunch of different companies and stuff, like, to do with the NHL, and it's pretty much like living out your dream right there, so it was pretty awesome, and um, especially down my whole family there with me too, which is, that was the coolest part about it, I think. But, uh, yeah, after that, it was like, I think I got like two weeks off and, and then going into my first development camp too, which was absolutely insane. That's a whole, like a whole different story. I was going to say, why don't you just keep going with that? What was that like? <laughs> this is like, so my first development camp, I didn't know what to expect there. And like, I heard from other guys that I work out with that I train with and, I mean, I trained with TK in the summer too, so he was talking to me about it, and um, I was like, okay, this doesn't even seem bad. So I went down there, and we ended up spending nine days there. Most guys, most teams, I think, do like maybe five, five days to seven days. And so we're there, and we're getting like the first couple of days, we're on the ice like twice a day, like working out in between there, playing ball hockey, and then like you get back to the hotel at like nine o'clock, and you're literally like KO'd. You're just you drop right away and you're toast and then get up and do the same thing the next day. And then, um, we had, um, this guy, his name was Mark Devine. He came in, he was uh, an ex Navy seal and, um, he came in and we didn't know, we just saw it on the, on the schedule. We didn't, we had no idea what this was going to be about. And, um, there were, Oh my God, this was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. We did full on Navy seal training and we had no idea how long it was going to be. We were there at, uh, we were there at 6 a.m. It ended at, like, 1 p.m. maybe. And it was just straight, like, pushing your body to the limits of, like, the most insane, crazy shit you'll ever, like, think of. Like, we are crawling. <laughs> There's this, like, little pond in the back of, uh, behind the skate zone in Voorhees. And he had us crawling in there. And there's bird shit everywhere. There's, like, duck poo all over the place. And you're, like crawling in it like you're up to your neck and we're like what are we doing like we're hockey players not navy seals like this is insane <laughs> yeah it was uh it was just like that and then the rest are just all bagger and stuff and like i just remember being like holy christ this is what it's going to take to play in nhl this is insane no one told me this is this like this is what it was going to be about and, and then we like guys heard about that they're like christ mine was nothing like that mine we went in there got to skate a couple times and meet some guys and that was about it but no, that was really, a, that was like an eye opener for me too, especially coming to the Flyers organization. It was like, this is what it's going to take to be a flyer. You know what? Like, this is pretty fucking awesome too. I definitely never heard anything like that before in my life. My God. But um, I guess I'll have to ask, did you, what did you, uh, how did you feel when you got drafted by the Flyers? Not that you got drafted that about Philly more so about the Flyers organization. I was, I was so pumped. I remember Philly was actually the first team um that i met with at the combine they were like the very first team on i think it was like a saturday morning and i was with them at 8 a.m that first very first interview and i mean they didn't really it was just like a regular interview they didn't really show too much and i had really no idea like um that they were really that interested in me i think i met with them three times over the course of the year and um they weren't they were kind of up there for like a top team but like when they called my name I was fired up like I my neighbor is like a diehard Flyers fan too 
so like I grew up and he has kids around my age. So like I grew up in their house all like like all the whole time. And he's got like I remember when we came home um from the draft like two days later he had like 40 flyers jerseys lined up outside of his house <laughs> and, like i was like that was like my childhood almost and then going on too like i went to school that peak school with uh travis connecting he went there with me too and um so like i trained with him i'm good buddies with him too and he's like i've always talked to him just kind of, like kind of about what's going on there and how he's doing there and he's just always like the highest talks about it and like like huge praise for their organization how how cool it is to play there in the city and the facilities that they have so i mean i mean i've heard about their organization my whole life probably about more than any other team even from when i was younger so that was honestly the coolest thing for me you brought up travis connecting it's funny because you said uh, morgan frost is, frost is a mess i'm imagining travis connecting is just as bad like not as bad like he's i mean like i don't see that side of him i always i don't live with him yeah. or anything and like he's kind of like a country guy a little bit too so i mean like he's a little more stern but he's like he's like the funniest guy he's just like so out there he's insane too but he's just like he's calm but crazy at the same time i can't even explain like i've never met a guy like him so i have to ask you said the flyers were the first team to meet with you at the combine just walk me through it if you don't mind like what is uh what are those conversations like like i mean they know who you are they have your information what are those what are those interviews like? For them, it's more they know pretty much like all about your hockey side and stuff. Now is pretty much them just trying to get to know me as a person and um you're in there and you sit down and there's I mean some teams had four guys in the room and um other teams had like twenty. And I know the Flyers had I think four or five scouts in there along with their management staff and uh, you guys have obviously seen Ron Hextall too and he's the like him and Chris Pryor the most terrifying looking guys in the world so I mean I stepped into the room and I sat down and just immediately started sweating and I was just sitting there like don't say anything stupid don't say anything <laughs> stupid like and uh, no it's all easy though like they're great guys too they look terrifying but I mean like they're nicest guys and they're straight to the point and um, so like it's it's mostly easy questions just like tell us about your game um, tell us about what your life is like at home tell us about like a day in the life of you in the summer kind of type deal so it's all easy stuff and um, a lot of the stuff you kind of boost it up a little bit but I mean like you're mostly honest about it and, and they understand kind of what's going on but you get some some crazy questions in those in those interviews. And is there any one team that stuck out more than the other for just being either interesting or odd? There was definitely teams that were, like, the interviews were more, they were just scarier. I mean, like, there was a lot of teams um, who had guys just asking a question, just casual, like, uh, like typical, like, so kind of who do you model your game after? Like, how do you think your season went? And then other teams are um, asking, like, I can't remember. I think it was L.A. was asking me, like, if we had the choice, we have, they're like, we have a pick number at like 11 or something like that. Do we take you or do we take this guy? And I was like, uh, like, I don't know what to say. Like, I want to be like, realistically, I'd be like, that guy is probably should go probably top five. So like, he really should. Like, I'm going to say me because like this, this and this. And they're like, good answer. And I was like, like, thank God. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what you want to say. So like, as some of the questions were just insane too. Like, I don't know if you're if you're sitting on a private island, 
and you had the choice between taking your mom with you or your phone, which one do you take? And I'm like, what does, why, what, what does that mean? Like, what, I don't understand why you need to know this. What does this have to do with me as a person or as a hockey player? Like, I want to know who's going to say their phone. Like, who's not going to, like, at least lie and say, I'm going to take my mom. Like, who's going to actually say my phone? Me. I think I might say my phone, too, to be honest with you. Like, I love my mom, but I, I don't live with her. <laughs> I live with my phone. <laughs> What'd you true. say, Isaac? I, I, said, say? I said my mom 100%. said my phone's not going to cook me any meals. <laughs> it's not an all-inclusive island. <laughs> exactly. A lot of what we hear from going from juniors to the AHL and even the NHL is the speed of the game. Can you say any other big differences besides that? Just playing with, like, I'm going to talk more about, like, the off-ice part, actually. Like, going from playing with 16-year-olds to going playing with guys that are, like, 30-plus years old and have kids already. I mean, it's insane. So, like, there's, like, I played with guys last year who, like, just hit puberty and are, like, trying to figure out their way around, like, I don't even know, but, like, just starting to drive or something like that, like, whatever, and... Guy go plays guys this year like Nate Prosser. Nate has like he's got four daughters, like a family, like a couple of houses played like he's played like more years of pro than I've ever that I've actually played hockey. Like it's it's insane to even think about. But um that part was the coolest part for me too, because you see all these guys and you idolize them your whole lives and that your whole life and then you get there and you're like, you know what, this guy is just a normal dude. Like he's easy to hang out with, just like the nicest guys too. Like and they're so understanding because they've been in the same position. You're, like, nervous going in there and not really sure what to expect. And they're just like, you know what, just whatever, wing it. Like, have fun, enjoy yourself, and, like, just do what you do. Do what you do. Like, you're here for a reason. So, I mean, they just make you feel comfortable, and that's kind of where it all started for me. So that was that was the best part. But, yeah, on the hockey side of it, it was, like, the speed's obviously, like, a lot, a lot faster. And, the guys are just bigger, obviously, bigger and stronger. Everyone's, like, developed into a man already, so you're playing against, you're going from playing against boys to men, really. And, I mean, you know, if you're going into a, into a corner, especially in the AHL, you're going to take a hit, and you're going to probably have a few bumps and bruises by the end of the game. Now, you came up towards the end of last year with the Phantoms, right, after your junior year? Uh, two, two years ago. Two years ago. And uh, what was it like to play your first pro game? Like, were you nervous as all hell, or were you ready to go? Or? I wasn't I wasn't too nervous, honestly. Like, I just knew they, like, they had secured their playoff spot and everything, too. So they sat out a couple of their top guys, and I had met with the coaches. I was there for, like, a week or so before the game even – before my first game even happened. And he just kind of, like, walked me through everything. He's like, you know what, just go out and play your game. Like, we're not going to – get like mad at you or upset at you we're not going to sit you if you make mistakes out here this is pretty much just for you to learn the, the speed of the game and, and the feel for the game out here because I mean we're going to want you to play here in a couple of years so I mean for me it was just like go out there and, and do whatever and then again it's just like when I got out there I was like holy Christ this is so much faster than what I'm used to and stuff and um, it was like it was a big change for me and kind of like an eye-opener but that for sure that helped me a ton coming into this year. Coach Scott Gordon how's he treated you how do you like him? Gordo's been like great to me, honestly. I mean, obviously with this year, I mean, our team, we weren't too strong and um, I know he took a lot of the brunt for it too. I mean, we, we went through, uh, I think the month of December there where we just couldn't score. And I mean, that was a lot on us too. We just, we weren't producing offensively and we couldn't come together, but 
Um, our team was so tight off the ice too, and we were just all so close together. And um, I mean, like no one kind of was like a, an eyesore or anything in, in the locker room, and everyone got along, and it was awesome. But um, Gordo has been like great to me. I mean, I work with him multiple times a week on video, and he's always just kind of letting me know little parts of my game that I that I need to improve on. And um, I always like to be a guy that's kind of last off the ice too, and just kind of shooting around and stuff. And there's a few of us out there and Gordo's always coming up to me like, Hey, like try working on this and stuff too. So he's always, he's really there to help us improve our games and stuff. And, um, that's all he really wanted to be for the young guys this year was just a guy that we could talk to and, um, kind of take a little, uh, page out of his book a little bit. Cause he's, he's coached at the NHL level too. And he obviously is in huge talks of the, the management staff. So He's kind of like the the main guy that we'll talk to to kind of try to push our way up to to the top team to to the Flyers really. So I mean, he was huge for me this year actually, and and I think I I improved a ton because of him. Did you ever see his? What's that? What's that college rivalry? Uh, oh my the, god! The bean yeah. pot trot. Did you ever yeah, see that video? Pot, yeah. <laughs> did he show it to you, or did you show it to him? No, we've no the guys on our team, the guys who have been here, seen it. I think I don't know who found it, but. Someone showed it to me like, <laughs> last, a couple like last year, or something like that. Oh my god, that is the funniest, the funniest little thing. We just cut to that. I think someone cut the video just so it was his part, and I can't remember where we were playing it, but we were just dying laughing. Yeah, we saw that. Uh, we saw that in Philly uh, a couple times last year. I think when Gordon was coaching during the uh, when the when the two teams played or what whatever. Oh no, cool. they played it. They played it live. Like they actually played it somewhere. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I think they're in the game, right? Yeah, one on national games? TV. Yeah. yeah. That bean pot trot video is my my no my interview when I was in grade eight is the equivalent to that bean pot trot. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, that was rough though. I mean, a lot of good stuff came out of the eighties, but that was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, besides a. Uh, Scott Gordon, are there any older players on the team? You mentioned Nate Prost or any of those guys. Uh, they take you under your uh, under their wing at all? Uh, honestly, like I could, the list goes on. Like I could literally name every single guy in that dressing room. But like guys that stood out to me, Prost was a huge guy for me. Just he was the oldest. He had the most experience and um, kind of like he's been like around the league a little bit too. I mean big Minnesota guy and or actually spent really his whole career in Minnesota, but just knows so many guys around the league. And, um, but another guy that I've, I've known, I got to know over the years that I trained with in the summer, Curtis Gabriel too, who's like an ab, he is insane. Like that guy is just crazy, but like, he is such a good guy to talk to. He's just so like, he's just a genuine guy and he's so open and honest and, um, really not a, like not afraid to, to kind of like be open with you either, which is great. So he was a big guy that I talked to and, um even guy just talking in the room like greg carey too he's been he's been with the phantoms for five years and or yeah five years i think and like he's just a guy that like if you want anything to know about the city or about like getting comfortable where you are with the team like just let him know and he'll just help you out too so i mean like the list goes on honestly like um we had a ton of younger guys this year too so i mean the older guys were big for us on helping us out so yeah, we had, we actually had we still had a ton of fun this year. Being that this is your first pro year, uh, how do you think it's going for you so far? Like I'm gonna say, good. It started off like uh, a lot slower than I obviously hoped. I mean, like I didn't really I didn't have much production in the first half of the year, but 
that all just came with just getting comfortable and getting some confidence in the league. And I really felt I started playing my best hockey right before this break here, which was really tough for me finishing off, um, uh, taking this break here and, and knowing that we're going to be off for a little while. And I was just finally getting full. I was getting a lot of confidence there and I was starting to produce more, getting uh, on the board offensively a little bit more. And even from there, getting more ice too and getting more opportunity. So it just, I think it just get, kept getting better each game too. And talking to the coaches a lot, they kind of felt the same thing, which was awesome. So really, I'm just trying to carry that now whenever the season starts back up and whatever happens here, I'm I'm just going to try to push right through to get where I was at again, right, when, right before it started, right before it ended, sorry. So is, uh, is any of the coaching staff keeping in touch? Like, uh, does anybody have any idea what's going on or is it all kind of just play it by ear? It's all play it by ear. I mean... Um, no one really has any idea what's going on just cause it's so widespread too. And you can't put a number on this, like anyone like in the up top can't just say, you know what, we're going to, we're going to start back up on this date. They're going to just shoot. I mean, like every 15 days or so, we're just going to kind of see how it's progressing there. And I mean, over the past, I mean, however, it's been almost a month now, I think, or something, I don't even know. I've been locked inside for fucking, it feels like a month, but, uh, we're just they're just kind of taking it day by day hopefully it's getting better and better and um really from there we have no idea we're not getting too many updates i mean they're not trying to blow up blow up our phones or anything like that but they're kind of letting us know how it progresses over time so uh if the season was to end tomorrow let's say they were to call it uh what would you say the biggest things you need to improve on uh next year like in retrospect to your pro game I just want to get this summer. I'm really devoting on just just building up my core strength and my leg strength. I just want to get a ton stronger, and um, along with that, the speed and stuff is going to come too. So I mean, that's kind of been the same same type of deal over. I mean, the past few years, but now that I got my first pro season season under my belt here, I think this is really. I kind of realized, you know what, this is where I need to be at. This is what I want to be at. So I mean, now I really have a goal to shoot for to to kind of go into the season. You don't want to get into. You want to get into? <laughs> Why did you just throw your hand? Go ahead, go ahead, Jim. You're staring at me, so I figured I'd give you some kind of indication. <laughs> All right. Um. So let's get into some "Would You Rather" questions here. Ah, uh, it's my All favorite. Right. I love it. This is my favorite. Isaac Philly wants to know a lot about you, and this is how we do it. <laughs> yeah, very, very important. Would you rather? So choose wisely. <laughs> Who was it? It was Bunny that we did this with last time, right? Yeah, we had we had Connor Bunneman on. Did he ever tell you about us? No, he didn't mention it. When was he on? I'd be surprised. It was season. like August. Yeah, it was like August. <laughs> you were supposed to lie to us. You were just supposed to say yeah. So already <laughs> said yeah. Follow up question. You would have even like, oh, what you had asked? <laughs> He's no, good. He's good. Sir. He's quiet. He doesn't. He doesn't talk that much. He's quiet. Unless you, like, get with him, you're just like, I don't know, he's quiet, though. Ah, oh, dude, we got a lot out of him. So ma- make sure you go back and listen to his interview. Good job, though. He you talked did. all kinds of shit on you, dude. You gotta, you gotta go back. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding, dude. I'm kidding. However, we did have we had Carson on, too. Carson and Connor, and they both made the flyers. So yeah. make sure you're looking pretty good Same. for you. That's good omens, then. That's, that's what I'm that's like in that. I'll yeah. come on again before the before the season starts. I need a little more good luck at the start of the hey, Whenever you want, dude. Uh, all right, so let's get to some of these questions. Uh, would you rather here? So the first one: Would you rather have super strength or super speed? Oh man, um, 
Both things he needs to work on according to his yeah, both age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super, super speed. Super speed. Okay. Next is... Well, I'll, I'll do this one because it kind of ties, I guess. You big uh, comic book guy? Yeah, Marvel movies, yeah. yeah. All right, so you're a Marvel guy. So the Would you rather is Team DC or, or Marvel? Marvel, for sure. Even favorite though your super- favorite movie is Batman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have a lot on his side. He doesn't have a lot on his side. It's if, just Batman. If, versus... if, he's right. If Batman left DC, DC would fold. <laughs> I mean, like... That's all they have going for him. Yeah. Favorite Marvel character? Favorite Marvel character? Probably Iron Man. Big Robert Downey Jr. fan. <laughs> bon- I feel like Bonham said the same thing, didn't he? I Do don't remember. remember. Yeah, I liked Iron Man too. All right. Uh, how about let me toss one to Jack and Kyle here. Jack, would you would you rather be eaten by a shark or crushed by a squid? <laughs> what? Uh, I'll go with the shark because squids they creep me the fuck out. Yeah, me too. Kyle, would you rather be crushed by a shark? <laughs> I remember that or, one from last time. Would you rather Jesus be eaten, <laughs> eaten by a shark or crushed you? by a squid? This is yeah, the I exact, this That must is be a twenty twenty version of the game. <laughs> this, is, this is the exact question um, with the answer. I don't go near the fucking ocean for this reason. <laughs> but uh, I guess if I'm going to be killed, I'd rather be killed by a shark. But it's got to be a gigantic one that's just going to, like, lop me in half right away. Yeah, that's what it is. It yeah. also like, sounds like, like take... if I was killed by a shark than a squid. Uh-huh, hey, Jack died. Oh, <laughs> fucking shark ate him. Like, yeah, oh, at least that would sound cool, you know? The squid, like, yeah. I think I would. I think I would do the squid. Like I would, if I'm going to go out. Really? Like, really? Like I would rather have the experience of getting crushed. I think. <laughs> what? Experience. <laughs> <laughs> like the shark is just so sudden. Like it's just it. Like you're just in half. Whereas if you're getting crushed, it's like, oh, that's what that feels like, you know. Or not? I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm absolutely speechless. What I'm confused. What I'm confused about is where are we getting that squids crush shit? Yeah, well, they're, like the giant. Like they're not squid. a. They're not a snake. They, you know, they got like a beak. Snakes. They got like a beak, and they fuck you up with that shit. They're so ugly, those fucking things, man. Well, why would you want to be up close and personal with one? I wouldn't want to be up close and personal with the shark. It's just for the would you rather question. That's what it was. Next, let's move on. Yeah. Okay. All right, back to superheroes and whatnot. <laughs> Isaac, would you rather be an infamous villain or an unknown hero? Uh, that is a good one, actually. I'd go like like unknown hero as like uh, as a Batman and no one knows who you are type deal. Ooh, that's like that's a that's a tough or, question. To say. Let's go to the jury. Or do you mean like the lights get shut out, hero saves the day, lights come back on, and everything's back to normal? Nobody even knows anybody was there because there's a difference. Oh, I th- yeah, I'd hundo say hundo- <laughs> I mean, That's a sure. lot of karma right there. I mean, yeah, actually, but yeah, seriously. Infamous villain? No, I'd say the hero. Hero, thousand percent. Lame. I'd rather be the infamous. <laughs> <son>. <laughs> Dude, I, like I want to be famous, so infamous villain it is. I like the Joker. You wouldn't want to be the Joker? No, the Joker's. To open up as he is, I don't want to try to take on that role. I can't fill those shoes. 
Okay. Honest answer. It's a good point. <laughs> Phoenix Ledger, I can't. No, I'm not, I can't go anywhere near him. Phoenix Ledger, Nicholson, they all killed it. Only what's his name was not very good. Uh, yeah. Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah, I, I mean, the other three killed it. Like, enough, he didn't get enough of an opportunity. That's why I think he could have been. They just, they just didn't give him a great opportunity. I have to disagree Interesting with that take. I've not heard I, that before. I know my Batman. I know my Batman. I'm deep into it. What's your take there, Kyle? Why do you think he's good? Because I, I just don't think that character was ever going to be anything other than shit. Like, like he never stood a chance. No. Oh my God! Did you see what they did to Joker? They made him like this gangster. It's true. It was like he was like this criminal underworld lord. It was a little odd, but. I mean, he didn't have a whole lot of screen time, as Isaac said. That's very true. Say, but say Jared it's not like Leto it was, was in a cast- Batman movie. It was in a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. It's yeah. A diff- say he was casted into the the Joaquin Phoenix Joker. You don't think he would have been a, a good Joker? God, he's got a, a long way to climb. He's a solid actor. I feel like. Did you ever yeah, see? He is. What was that one movie? It freaks. It, you, it freaked me out when I saw it. The uh, the Requiem movie. You ever see that one? Oh yeah, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. Never even heard of it. Oof! Yeah, you got to check that one out. I mean, it's a, I hated watching it, but it was, you know how like when you hate a movie because of the actors, like they're they're actually good, but you hate the movie because of it. That was like that for me. I, I hated the movie because the acting was so good, but I hated the characters. Jim, you're making my brain hurt. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm being crushed by a squid. <laughs> <laughs> they used to call me squid in high school. By the way, fun. <laughs> Is that because you were bald? What do they call you now, Joe Exotic? <laughs> Jim Exotic. Uh, you want to get into Tiger King? Uh, yeah. Have you seen that? <laughs> Isaac. I haven't finished it yet. I'm like three episodes deep. Okay. The cow bastards killed her husband. Come on. I don't. I like. I'm gonna see. Like, I, there's. I don't know. This. See, this is like. This is. That's a deep. That's a detailed question. Like, it's a broad. There's a lot of shit going on there. I feel like that isn't even like. Compared to like all that shit, that is like that's like just another thing going on in their lives. Eh? Like that show is mangled. That is murked. Like that is a crazy. There's no way that is like that's just like a freaking that's just going on right now. I can't. Americans, Americans, I can't think of the words to put together for all. Yeah, we were all in the same boat when we were watching it. But it is a train wreck. You just can't look away from. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. I loved it every second of it. Uh, should we finish some of these questions here? Would you rather be raised by monkeys or raised by wolves? Raised by monkeys for sure. That'd just be so much more fun. I feel like Tarzan. But they can beat. Okay, but they can beat the shit out of you. Wolves. Yeah, so can wolves. No, they can just eat you. So you want to change your monkeys. answer? Yeah, you get toughened up by the monkeys. You don't get. You okay. don't just die. Right. You think you can beat up? They take over the world. I never heard, you know. Yeah, see? Of of wolves taking over the world. <laughs> I never heard of Planet of the monkeys Wolves. Just Planet Planet of the of, there's been Planet of the Monkeys, but no Planet of the Wolves. <laughs> you're tell. Wait, so real quick. Two different you, versions. You're telling me you think you could take a chimpanzee one on one? No chance. No chance. No. That's why what? he wants to be raised. Why are you just making shit up, Tarzan? <laughs> yes. You just take everything down a weird path. Why are we fighting them now at the start? I thought it was you said you them. want to be raised by, so you think you can take them. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. 
before I get to my most favorite one, let me ask you this one. Would you rather sound like Darth Vader or look like Darth Vader? Sound like Darth Vader, 100%. You wouldn't want I mean, that it's co- a good question, but I agree with him. And he's got a badass costume. Yeah, that's pretty much like... You could like you could probably make something up yourself too, but having a voice like that, oh my god, who's the voice that uh, James Earl Jones? James Earl Jones, oh my god, having that voice, oh my god. Could you imagine skating around practice with that voice? (laughs) It's terrifying just with that itself. Morgan, (laughs) I am your father. All right, let me stop. No, please. I'll edit that out. One seventeen. No. All right. All right. Would you rather eat soup with a knife or steak with a spoon? Steak with a spoon. Okay. What kind I, of fucking questions are these? Yeah. Was, was, did you say that was your favorite question? Yeah, I love that one. Why? <laughs> I thought it was so weird. Because he can't eat steak or soup. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, why would anybody try to eat soup with a knife? I just thought that was the so idea odd. behind these questions is they don't want to, they have to. <laughs> Why would right, anybody want to be crushed by a squid, Jim? Besides you, All <laughs> right, you're, you're a good old Canadian boy, Labatt or Molson? Molson. Ah, I'm with you, buddy. Ah, but the Labatt has all the flyer symbols on him. Like, come on. If oh, you could play, is that what if, I was supposed to say? Okay, Labatt. Then sorry, sorry, Labatt. Cut that first part out. That. We'll edit that. Thank you. <laughs> The question I like that you asked, Jim, and because it causes controversy for some reason, is a hot dog a sandwich? Or was it a hoagie? How did you word it, Jim? Yeah, that's a, a, hot, dog. a, hot, dog a, a hot dog a sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Like, I, don't, like, I guess. I, like, hot dog's a hot dog, though. Yeah, but like, if you put it on a hot Is it a sandwich, or is it like a, a, a hoagie or a sub? Because, I mean, it is a piece of meat in a bun. The bread is connected, technically. You'd be surprised how much shit this question causes. I think I think right, well, Connor said it was a sandwich. Would you call if you put peanut butter on one piece of bread and you just ate it like that? Would you call that a sandwich? Yes. No. A piece of bread. A piece of bread with peanut butter on it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's nothing. There's nothing making it the sandwich. You know. All right. Since we're on the topic of food here, my last one. I forgot about this one. Would you rather? Always smell like cheese, or have everyone else smell like cheese to you? What is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> Isaac, Isaac, is that a bad? Would you rather? I'm trying to keep it PG. I'm gonna say everyone else smells like cheese. That's disgusting. Yeah, I like cheese. I'd just be too like, uh, what's the word? Like too like cheesy. Yeah. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> No, I don't know. I'd just be too like I'd be scared to go in a room and have anxiety. Everyone's like, just <laughs> That's actually oh. a good point. Yeah, I would be I'd be all self conscious all the time. That would suck. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. I mean, I guess at some point you would just own it. Like I'm the cheese guy. Certain people can do that. Certain people can't. <laughs> I'm the cheese guy. <laughs> uh, so you guys don't go out to I guess you can't go out to any well now you can. You can go out to bars and stuff now, right? No, oh, they're all closed. Well, yeah. Close, Jim. You go liquor store. Happy belated birthday. Sucks that you turned 21 and now you're stuck at home with the fans. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> well, I'm back in Canada. I still got my summers here. I'm 19. I was 19 here. I got that my whole year or whatever when I was. There you go. Yeah, it's Canada. only our goofy country that makes them wait. 
Kyle and Jack are big whiskey guys. You you big whiskey guy? Yeah, I'm a big whiskey guy. I'm a big Crown Royal guy. Ah, very not nice. Bad. Not a bad choice. Huge Crown Royal guy. What else do you drink? I don't know. If we if we are going to go back in the next couple of weeks or so, I'm really big into wine right now. Attaboy. I'm a huge wine guy right now. Sweet Red or dry? Dry. Ah, like I'm like I'm a white guy. Like everyone says, white is like or red's more like sugary or whatever. I don't even know or whatever like tangier. Like I find it's the other way around. I find white just goes down super easy, like water. Yeah, when you're chugging it, tastes don't really matter, anyways. You know. <laughs> never had that. Never had that experience when I was like eighteen, whatever, seventeen. You're going out to a party or something like that, and you just chug a bottle of wine and you throw it up right away. Like never. Had yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did you guys ever have the the boxed wine? Just chug the, the girls wine. The girls yeah. always brought that. Yeah. yeah. No I dice. never understood that. Somebody no, always ended I, up puking. <laughs> I no, worked really at a winery, so I always had wine. I was that guy at the party that would bring a case of sweet wine. There you go. I did want to ask you earlier, and I forgot, uh, Isaac. We're coming towards the end here. What are you doing to stay active while you're at home? Are you, like, you keep it in shape. You got, uh, you got weights at your house. What are you doing? Riding a bike? We honestly, we have like the little, littlest amount of weights. I think we have like two 10-pound dumbbells and this 25-pound bar with maybe like four plates or something like that. But I've actually done a done a pretty good job of just kind of keeping myself up to date we got like our the the flyers have sent out like a ton of programs for us to work off of just from home if we do have weights if we don't have weights a lot of body weight stuff so i mean like i've been out in my backyard every single day and like my brother will get in there some days with me my mom's always out there working out too so like it's just like you just find something to do it's like all these like little on the spot jump squats push-ups like this whole full body thing bagger kind of type deal but we figure it out we kind of take it as we go it's actually it's pretty, been pretty decent right now like i probably maintain like with the same cardio as well since the end of the season which has been good so i mean i'm not gonna have to take a that full week to try to get back into shape when i when it does start back up again it's good stuff man yeah good stuff hopefully it starts back up sooner rather than later you know as you mentioned you know, you were kind of finding your groove there towards the end of the season. We've been we've been following you for most of the year, uh, especially last season with Guelph when you, you guys won your championship. Uh, what did you have, 41 goals the year before and then 50 last year? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. impressive, dude. So Yeah, he did. I saw. He had 50. Yeah. He hit the 50 mark. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know, we're coming towards the end here. Keep up the good work, Isaac. You know, we're going to have you on hopefully – you know, sooner rather than later, whenever you want to come on, just reach out, dude. So I'm not going to give you my, you know, go make the Flyers pump up speech. We'll, we'll talk again soon and I'll let you go. All right. But seriously, Thanks, we're bro. two for two. We're two for two. So come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are saying you guys are a good luck charm or something. I need it. We'll give you all the all the good juju. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate you having me on here. Anytime. We had a lot Isaac. of fun, Isaac. Thanks a lot. All right. You guys have a good one. Talk you soon. Too. You take care. Good kid. Kyle, why are you just why are you like that? Why are you looking like that? Like, oh, we're done. We're your, still re- question, your questions we're still recording. were shit. Your questions with Bunneman were so good, and then your questions with him sucked. What were my questions for Bunneman? I, it was more like daughter, cat person. Yeah, like Simple. basic sh- basic shit. 
with fucking Isaac, you're like, ah, oh, would you rather be eaten by a shark or crushed by a squid? Like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of question is that? That's why I didn't ask him that one. I asked you guys that one. Ah, uh, it's the same goddamn thing. Did you even answer yours? You'd rather get eaten by shark? Yeah, fuck it. Nah, I feel like that would hurt too much. Going out in style. <sighs> so, there you go. Isaac Radcliffe, ladies and gentlemen. I seriously hope the kid makes the team. I think he seriously can. He's fine in his groove. We got a, if you remember that draft, we got Morgan Frost, and everybody pretty much said, who the fuck's Morgan Frost? But a lot of people that I know who follow the draft, including myself, we knew who Isaac Ratcliffe was. You ask a couple of, like, BSH guys, like, they even said, like, there was a time where Ratcliffe was, like, considered a top 10, top 15 talent. We got a first-round talent in Isaac Radcliffe in the second round. Trading up for him was a genius move, and it will pay off. I'm not sure when, but it will. And it was an absolute pleasure having him on today. Yeah, cool kid, man. That was fun. Kyle, any last remarks before we sign off here? No. Oh, you sure? So this guy just does a podcast with Pete Vandermeer and doesn't want to promote it at the end of the show tonight. Okay. Are we done? Jesus Christ, Dad. <laughs> I'm just looking out for you over here. No, I, I don't have you. anything left to say. All right, listen. So, I do a podcast called Enforcer's Corner. You can find me at Enforcer's Corner on Twitter. Um, we had Pete Vandermeer on the other night for my second ever episode, and it was a good time. Make sure you guys go check it out. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. We'll have more guests on shortly. Now, from now on, I'm just not going to ask you. Oh, okay. Forget about it. All right, I'll edit myself in. At the... <laughs> He's got the ultimate power at the end of the day. Yes, he does. All right, let's uh, wrap this one up, friends. Just had second-round draft pick Isaac Radcliffe, left wing, six-foot-six phenom on the show, and he will be the next John LeClaire. There it is. Wow. Bold statement by a bold man. But not a bald man. Ah, okay. I love that. It's the only one here that's not bald. I'm bald down here. You did crack a bald joke during the show, Kyle. Don't think I didn't hear it. Oh, I always Kyle crack did. my bald jokes. And the first thing I thought of was like, he's got fucking room to talk. But I, I, I no, forgot I'm bald about as it. shit. For the record, everybody, I stopped growing hair when I turned 16. It started reversing. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's always fun to make fun of Jim's bald head. Especially when he's got such a stash on him. And now he's got a little, yeah. he's got a little something down here now. Yeah, I gotta get rid of that. No, there's an official name for this style. It's called the Zappa. I, I had no idea. Sounds like it's from college. Zappa Delta Delta Zappa. Yeah. What? Delta Kaka. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up before we get crazy. Before we get wild and crazy. Kyle, edit that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is every fucking episode now. All right. I, oh I never get edited. We're done. Isaac Rackett, everyone. I've never edited. <laughs> I'm Jim. We'll be back uh, next week with some more, more fun <laughs> topics. Have fun editing that one. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to delete this. I don't. All right. We're, we're done, everyone. Thank you for listening. Thanks Stay for listening. Safe. Wash your fucking hands.
Mrs. See, Trump. I told you, Jim. What a fantastic impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told you. You don't sound like you're from the South either. Right? No, it doesn't sound like he's from the South, no. I told you to send him a message. I don't even know why the fuck I hang out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs>